What's up, what's up, hustlers? You know what it is. It's your boy, JT. And I want to tell you guys about Anchor by Spotify. It's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Here's how it works. Unless you record and edit podcast right from your phone. That's literally what I'm doing right now. Then you can distribute your podcast to the most popular listening platforms with a single tap. It's also the only place you can publish video podcasts to Spotify. That's major. Anchor allows creators to earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. Best of all, it's totally free. Download the Anchor app today or go to anchor.fm to get started. Let's go to it. Welcome to the Income Autopilot Podcast. This is the show that shows you how to stop working and enjoy life while money works for you. I'm your host, JT, and I hope you guys get tremendous value out of today's episode, all right? So what I want you guys to leave with after watching uh, today's episode is what is passive income and how can you get you some, all right? What is passive income and how do you get you some? Let's start off with the book definition of passive income, all right? Book definition of passive income is, according to Investopedia, right, um, earnings generated from someone or something other than an employee, all right? Earnings generated from someone or something other than an employee. That's how the, the book definition of passive income goes, all right? Um, let, let's abbreviate it to a way that I think is either uh, even simpler to understand, and let's refer to it as any income stream outside of your employer that doesn't require much active participation, right? That doesn't mean that there's going to be absolutely no active participation, but it doesn't require much uh, active participation. All right. And if you guys uh, have any questions, what I want you guys to do is come into the chat. All right. I want you to be selfish in the chat. What I mean by that is ask questions that help you. All right. So I see a couple of people um, on live here. I also got Instagram over here as well. And um, if you guys want to hear all of these episodes, I do want to let you guys know my podcast is the Income Autopilot Podcast. Uh, we got the podcasting room uh, being built out and more and more episodes of there. We already had a few episodes with some special guests. Uh, those are getting edited and will drop soon. Um, but like I tell you guys all the time, you don't got to be perfect to be profitable. So I'm just going to be a, a leader by example. Let me let me first qualify for myself for anybody that may be new and may not know. Um, does this guy even have any passive income at all? So currently I operate a media company that does roughly 75K a month net profit after all expenses. Um, we're, we're slowly trying to grow that up to 200k net profit each month after all expenses and uh some of the passive income streams i have not all of them but some of the passive income streams that i have are uh from books the dope thing about books is that i like that you can write one book and get paid four different times if you do it the way that i recommend what i mean by that is that the book can exist in ebook form it can exist in audiobook form it can exist in hardback or paperback form. That's three ways right there. And if you put the uh, your book on Amazon, which is free uh, through their KDP service, uh, what you can do is you can also give them a Amazon affiliate link to go buy the book. So uh, that's what I've been doing for years. So uh, selling the book in three different ways. So uh, my, my best selling book on Amazon is called The Drive to Freedom. It is the guy that teaches people how to start their own independent courier service. Let's talk about books for a second because you guys might hear a lot of different people telling you you can write a book and make passive income, but then you might know somebody that has written a book and hasn't made any money at all. So um, is, is it a lie that people are just trying to sell you or can you actually write a book and make passive income? All right. So let's get into the real. What I tell people all the time is that there's only two types of books, in my opinion. There are books that you write because you want that information out there in the world and to be historically available for people to go find. And then there's books that you write to make money. Now, far too many times people don't make this conscious decision. They just write a book based off of what they want to be out there in a book. And then they try to force it down people's throats, right? I tell people all the time, never get into the business or any business that changing people's mind is the only way that you'll be successful, right? So 
uh, what I always tell people, the key to selling in my personal experience as somebody that has paid for a lot of training, uh, I actually paid $8,000 to go spend a day with the guy here recently uh, to learn more about sales and training, right? So Hove did that, so hopefully you don't got to go through that. But the consensus is, is that people already have a situation that they're in and a desired outcome. And your product or service should just be the middleman in between. And if you get really good at positioning your product or service as the bridge between where they are and where they want to be, you will make a lot of money. It doesn't matter what your product or service is. You guys know I own a food trailer. So you're hungry. You want a healthy, nutritional breakfast. The oatmeal experience can be the bridge to get you from not being hungry anymore, but you still had a healthy, nutritional breakfast, right? So whatever your business is, instead of trying to go out and convince people to buy from you, let people that already have their own personal motivation to get to a better environment, right? Use you, your product, your service, your merch, your food, your information, your hair, your whatever it is that you sell, let that be the bridge over, all right? So there's only two types of books, in my opinion, and I've written both types. And trust me, the books that I write, because JT wanted to produce that book, and I thought it would be a good idea to have that book out, sells the least. Now, I love those books, and I produced them because I wanted to, but the books that I've written with the mentality of I'm, I wrote this book to make money, I wrote that book with the consumer in mind. I didn't go lock myself in a room, wrote what I wanted to be said, and then try to shove it down people's throats, right? I said, what problem do people have? How can I solve it via my book? And, and you don't have to do entrepreneurial books. That goes without saying, but for the benefit of the new people, I want you guys to understand that um, you don't have to write informational books, all right? Harry Potter is not an informational book. It doesn't teach you how to make money or educate you, but that author is set for life. So is the author of, of Garfield, right? Uh, all, there's a ton of nonfiction books. I mean, fiction books, excuse me. There's a ton of fiction books that we can name that have set their authors up for life, and they don't have to be educational or business books. So don't put yourself in that box saying that that is the only way um, you can be successful, right? If you're a complete beginner, and I'm taking questions from Instagram and YouTube in this episode. So, like I said, come in, ask selfish questions, right? Um, so, we'll start off with Instagram and then we'll jump back and forth, right? Um, if you're a complete beginner, well, where do you recommend I start? So, I always recommend that you start with your customer, all right? If the goal is to make passive income, if the goal is to make money, you start with the customer. Far too many times we romanticize business and we say, I want to sell such and such, right? Let me just see whatever is handy, right? So smart water. So I could say, I want to sell smart water. All right, cool. And then you struggle trying to sell smart water because you don't know who in the world to sell it to, how to get it in stores, how to market it. And then after you get frustrated and quit, you say, you know what? Can't nobody make no money smelling, uh, selling water, right? But there's countless people that are doing it and they'll continue to do it. So um, when it comes to uh, answering the question, if you're a complete beginner, where do you recommend that you start? Start with the customer. All right. Of course, they already know what's in it for you. They're going to give you money and you can systematize that in a way. So now that you have passive income. Right. Um, I've told people and been transparent about it that my book royalties alone, I have uh, over well, I have 30 books published and are working on more books, but between authorjt.com and if you go to Amazon and type in JT Hustles, uh, I have uh, 30 books in my portfolio and my book portfolio alone pay, uh, pays me each and every month more money than my recurring expenses are. All right. So that's uh, I don't have rent. I don't even have a mortgage, um, but it still makes enough money that if I had rent or a mortgage, it would cover that. And it covers all the utilities as well. And then a little sum on top of that. So uh, writing books, believe it or not, even if you personally are not somebody that's a big reader right now, I'm big on audio books because of the lifestyle that I live. They just make sense. And I know I need the information. Um, but if you're somebody out there that is like me that says, hey, I don't always have the time to sit down and read a traditional book. You could tap into audio books. You could tap into ebooks. If you're somebody that doesn't consume any books at all, all right, don't think that you have to be your customer, all right? Because 
if you were your customer, you'll probably just go research it yourself and wouldn't buy the book. All right. So uh, don't lock yourself in into thinking that, um, you know, you have to be your customer. Right. But start with the customer is what I will say. And the first way that I make passive income and that each and every one here can do it as well. Right. I'm not a I'm not an Amazon bestseller. Uh, I, I didn't win, uh, you know, no crazy award or anything like that. All right. What about getting published? Should I self-publish? I self-publish all of my books. Now, this is what I will tell you, that um, there are pros and cons of both. You make more money as a self-publisher. You also do more work um, as a self-publisher. Right. Um, so it, it really just depends if you're looking for a situation where you can concentrate more on the writing and have a team that does your book cover, a team that does your editing, a team that does some marketing. And depending on what authors you talk to, they'll say some publishing houses don't do any marketing unless you're a big name and some do very little marketing. Um, but, but it's still better than nothing. Right. Um, so, so I would say that me personally, I'm biased to self-published, but I am not against getting traditionally published. Um, and in the future, I may put a book out through a traditional publisher because they will give you the exposure. All right. And there are certain book awards that if you're into that, right, my book is one of few awards, but none of the mainstream awards. If, if you're into that kind of stuff, you kind of got to go through a traditional publisher. You'll find out that it's more politics than proficiency uh, on that side of the house. Right. So um, I personally think that you should be self-published. And uh, and if you want to get traditionally published, even if that's ultimately your goal to have your name beside a, a penguin publishing house or whatever major publishing house, um, definitely start off self-published. It'll, it'll give you more leverage, right? At this point, if I do go with the traditional publisher in the future, um, it doesn't make sense for them to, or for me to agree at least, right? They can do whatever they want. It doesn't make sense for me to sign a deal that's under six figures because as a self-published author, I can make six figures on my own. So um, it, it has to be something that is more advantageous than six figures um, or or at least maybe mid to high six figures, right? Low six figures, I'm doing it without them, all right? Um, so that, that gives me leverage. I could show my numbers and say, hey, listen, look, this is what I could do without you. So why, why do I need you? What can you do that I'm not already doing, um, for myself? Right. Um, I need to get my book more exposure. Right. So definitely, um, I, I would, I would start off by asking, you know, um, who did you write the book for? Right. Remember, there's two types of books and I got several different other ways that we're going to talk about passive income. But like I said, come here, ask selfish questions. I'm going to give you some game. All right. So um, if you need to get your book more more exposure, I'll tell you that um, everybody likes the organic route. Right. Post it on social media, get people to share it, you know, try to get it in the hands of certain people to have a platform. Right. But what I will tell you is that for a fact, that is the slowest way. Uh, to get in to get any traction on your book paid ads all right you can feel how you want to feel about them but that's the fastest way to drive traffic to your product or service right so of course I think you should do both I think you should do both I think you should organically be growing your brand as a publishing company or an author or whatever you consider yourself um but also um, run a little paid ads as well, right? If you're trying to get some real traction and get some money behind it, just being honest with you, all right? Um, I'm 60 years old. Uh, I'm getting ready to retire in two years. Congratulations on that. Uh, I want to start my own business without any struggle. Then you don't want to start your own business. What would you suggest I start with? I have many talents. I currently drive a city bus, right? To be honest with you, um, without knowing if you have any entrepreneurial experience or not, uh, I'm going to just be real with you. Whatever business you start, there's going to be a struggle because there's going to be a learning curve, right? So there's going to be a period of time where you go from whatever you know now uh, to wherever you're trying to get to and what you don't know can hurt you and, and will hurt you. So um, I tell people that the best first business is based off of your your passions, right? So uh, you said you have many talents. So um, same advice I gave earlier still holds true now. I would always start with the consumer. So um, if money was no object, what would you do to help people? All right. And then we could take that concept, take that passion and turn it into a, a, a business. Right. So I really want you guys 
to start thinking about it that way. I had a good friend of mine here recently, and he kept on saying, hey, man, I need some money. I need some money. But when we really analyzed the situation, he didn't need money. He needed a plan. All right. I want you all to understand that money is a byproduct. Right. Money is a byproduct. All right. It's a byproduct of value exchanging. All right. It doesn't take money to make money. It takes value to get value. All right. I can produce this podcast. Of course, I got uh, audio equipment and microphones and headphones and all of this other stuff that you don't see on the table that's helping me produce uh, this podcast for several different platforms all at once. Um, But you could start a podcast with the same phone that you're watching this on, upload it to Anchor and then consistently do it and eventually start making real money. Right. The, The secret to success is consistency. All right. People will like to romanticize that there's a secret website that people don't know about or here's a secret way to figure this out that nobody else will tell you. But the secret to success, the true secret to success is consistency. All right. Who going to do it long enough? Who going to keep learning? Who going to keep trying even when they fail? Who, when they do get successful, is going to keep working and not get complacent and then only worry about working hard when the money starts to dwindle down, right? So the key to success has always been consistency, but nobody wants to do it, right? Who wants to do the work? I tell people all the time, I did 100 episodes on YouTube. I wasn't monetized. I was doing four to six videos a day, and I was cranking them joints out. Nobody was watching them. I was getting like three views a video, and I was two of them, and my mama was one of them, all right? And I crunk them out like that over and over and over again, and in every video, I had to keep the same energy like 100 people was watching when nobody was watching, all right? So who's going to be consistent now, by the grace of God? You know, I got a little bit more than three people that'll watch a video, all right? But if I would have gave up back then, it would have all been over well before it got to this point, all right? So 100%, I want you guys um, to understand that. I see somebody said, I would like to turn my book into audiobook, Fiverr, F-I-V-E-R-R.com. Um, uh, you might already know that, but for the benefit of anybody else that may be here that didn't know that, right? Um, Fiverr.com is a great resource. You can go there. You can type in, turn my, uh, ebook into an audio book or whatever form you got it in, uh, into an audio book. You can shop prices. Uh, you can look at level two sellers and find somebody that, uh, matches your needs, right? Um, there are people that'll that'll read it for you, right? Shout out to Nikki Connected. Uh, Nikki Connected could do it for you, right? I'm speaking like 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 I can make that decision for her, but but she she has content on her channel talking about it um, as well. Let's move on to the next windows because I don't want to be stuck on one point for too long because that's not the only way you can make passive income. But I do think that it, that is one of the most slept on ways that people um, make money, right? Because uh, you will see a lot of people use an ebook as a lead magnet and they'll say, well, I'll give you my free ebook in exchange for your name, email address, and phone number. And that's dope if people want to do that. But what I do want you to realize is that uh, books have value. If you want to give it away for free, by all means, it's your book. You do what you want with it. But if you want to make six figures a year off your book, you could do that too. All right. So, so don't think that books don't have value. Don't think that people won't buy your books. And like I said, the, the name of the game is your product or service is the bridge. All right. I don't make content to make people want to be entrepreneurs. I make content for people that already want to be entrepreneurs, know what options are out there and know how to get started. All right. So if somebody comes to me and says, I have no interest in investing, no interest in making more money, or if they're like, hey, prove it, like prove, why? Right. You know what I mean? Like I, the, the amount of effort and time that you will waste trying to change somebody's mind is unprofitable. There are so many people out there that already know they want to be entrepreneurs, already know they want to have time freedom, financial freedom. All right. So in the time that you waste trying to change somebody that already said no, already said prove it. Right. And to somebody that'll say, oh, now I'm a believer. I could have helped 25, 50, 100 people. Right. Take action that were already receptive to it. And remember that in your business as well. I don't care what you're trying to sell. Right. Make a product or a service with a consumer in mind 
And when you market, you're not trying to change people's minds. You're trying to let people that you made that product for know that this is the bridge that can get you from where you are to where you already let me know you're trying to go. All right. If you're not here trying to go there, this is not even the right street for you to be on. But if you are here trying to go there, 100 percent. All right. Uh, this is a path that can get you there. Right. Secondly, is YouTube. So it makes sense for us to have this conversation on YouTube. But like I said earlier, nobody watched any of my videos that I had 100 videos up. Right. Currently, now I got what, what we got, Corey, 1360 videos on YouTube and counting um, right now. Right. So shout out to Corey. I got. Got my guy here working for me. We we coming to Facebook soon, so he doing a project over there for me. Um, but YouTube again is a platform you can start from your phone and create passive income. I'm sure most of you all know that, so we ain't even got to talk about YouTube uh, for a super long time. But been making six figures off of YouTube alone um, for for multiple years, right? Podcasting, all right. So this this mic is not for show, right? This, this mic is hooked up. Uh, to my H6, and when we're also creating uh, the audio version of a podcast as well, right? So what we're doing here, all right, is is taking one skill, one conversation, and creating several income streams off of it, right? I love the internet because the internet has allowed me to create the best workers of all times, right? I look at my podcast episodes, my Instagram posts, my YouTube posts as workers, right? Because all they want to do is, is, is make money for me. They don't call in sick. They don't need days off. They don't want a Christmas bonus. They don't write bad stuff about me on Facebook. If I do something that they don't agree with, right? All they do is sit on the platform and work for me. All right. And they'll do the same thing for you. Again, I approach every business. I'm going to be intentionally consistent with this because I want this to be embedded in your long term memory. I don't do anything. If, if the goal is to make money, I don't go into it saying I want to make money. So I'm going to do this. So you will give me money. I do everything with a consumer in mind. How can this add value to somebody? How can this help somebody? Right. And then all I want to do is position my value in front of the people that it could help. Are 100% of the people that can get value from the situation going to take advantage of it? Absolutely not, right? Do you need 100% of the people to buy your product or service to live a great life? No, right? There are hundreds of millions of people in the United States alone, well over that. If we combine the entire world and the internet can give you access to all of them, you do not have to sell your product or service to everybody in your in your country, even in your state to have a great life. Right. So you can really just focus on helping the people that need the help. Right. Through whatever product or service you have. Right. You can make comedy stuff. You give people escapism and that's their psychological medicine. Right. You can give them clothes, hair, uh, help them with makeup, nails, whatever, or whatever is your thing. Right. And you're helping that man or woman create a moment, feel better about themselves, do whatever it is for that man or woman. All right. And build a business that makes you real money off of that just by being focused on the customer. All right. Um, boom. All right. If you're not sure what passive income avenue you want to go, how would you register a business name and all that to be able to do without putting yourself in a box of a certain type of business? So me personally. All right. Great question off of Instagram. So me personally, what I always do is I will go test the waters first and then structure my business. Of, of course, somebody on the Internet will will disagree. Right. And I'm not saying that you will have to run the business um, for for five thousand years before you actually do it. Right. What what I'm saying is this is that and I see somebody said, uh, uh, where is it? Boom, boom, boom. Show black and white proof. Right. We we did it already. Right. So uh, and, and that's going to happen in your business as well. So, um, hey, like I said, you don't have to convince anybody. This person that said this don't even got a profile picture. So I don't even know if this is a real person or not. All right. So but but they want you to prove something. And the same thing will be true in your business as well. Right. So um, you're going to get people like that. Is completely fine. Um, and boom, boom, boom. So back to the point. All right. When I want to do a new venture, I will start that venture on a very small scale. Not going to dump a lot of money in it. Small scale is relative to the person. All right. And I, what I'm trying to establish is what's known as proof of concept. 
All right, I'm trying to get some sort of proof of concept that one, this is something that I really want to do. Because initially what draws a lot of people is how much money is in it. But if you think about it, every industry is a multi-billion dollar industry. The trash industry, right? The service, uh, the service industry, right? The food industry, the trucking industry, right? The media industry, right? So every industry, there's a ton of money in it. Um, that doesn't mean that it'll interest you. All right. So what I do initially, if, if something comes across my radar, um, I'll start on a small scale. All right. I had a dope conversation with with, with a young lady yesterday. Um, and a lot of you guys know part of my real estate investment company that I own. And we'll talk about that here in a second as well as we get further down um, is, is we buy and hold real estate. But we also do lending as well. Right. Private money lending, hard money lending, whatever you want to call it. And um, I, was, I actually had a dope meeting with a lady about structuring that business in a way, because right now I'm only doing lending to people that I know, people that I trust, people that I know, know the business. And while it's going well, it's very hard to scale because I'm limited by just the people that I know personally. So what she's helping me design is instead of you having to know somebody personally, how can you develop a system where if in, if you meet these requirements, then you should get this result, right? And how do you build it in a way that you're protected, right? How does that make sense when it comes to passive income? It's because if you get that mindset and whatever business you have, any business can be automated or made passive, right, through software or through hiring people or through doing both, depending on the nature of your business, all right? Affiliate deals. I think a lot of you all know what affiliate marketing is. The dope thing about affiliate marketing is, is you don't have to worry about the creation of the product or the service or the fulfillment, all right? Remember the book example that we used earlier. So I can refer somebody and say, hey, I got a book on Amazon. Here's the link. They can say, hey, I don't want to buy that book, but while I'm here, I'm going to buy a TV. Guess what? I could still get a commission based off of that purchase. And Amazon is just uh, the biggest one. There's a ton of different affiliate programs out there, right? And you could create your own affiliate program where you pay commissions to other people so that way they go out and they sell your products or services as well and they get a cut of the money. So if they don't go sell anything for you, they don't make any money, all right? And you'll be surprised how many businesses are willing to do business with you if you are willing to be a commission-based salesperson. Why? Because you don't cost the company anything, essentially. Imagine if you had to go out and sell my $2,000 product, and for every product that you sell, I'll give you $500, all right? So if I run my numbers properly, all right, you're going to go out, you're going to go generate that money for me, all right, and then I'll just pay you out of the money that you've already generated for me, all right? So there's a ton of people that do that um, and, and have a great life. So affiliate marketing, um, you can make great money. I think if you're small and you play around with it, I want you to understand with anything, passive income, active income, you name it, um, your output is going to match your input. So if you do a little bit with it, you're going to get a little bit out of it, right? If you don't do nothing with it, but just take the information and hoard it, you're not going to get anything out of it, right? So affiliate marketing is, is again, find something that's in your niche, all right? And I want you guys to also never promote anything as an affiliate that, that you don't believe in and that doesn't truly help um, other people, right? So a gentleman approached me and said, hey, I give you $7,000. All I want to do is a 15-minute video with you, and um, I want to tell people about this and promote that, right? And I talked to him about it, and the nature of the business was not necessarily illegal, but not necessarily legal. It was one of those gray area businesses, as he called it, right? And I said, you know what? Nah. Like, you know what I mean? Some of those things that like, hey, it just depends on where you at and how it goes down. And I'm like, why? There's so many completely legitimate ways to make money that you can do just about anywhere. Why do you have to operate in a gray area? Right. So nah. All right. So so I want to encourage you to do the same. All right, I want to encourage you to do the same. Don't don't just jump on any money. Not any not all money is good money because it only takes one time for you uh to ruin your name, right? All you got to do is lie to somebody once and then they're going to be skeptical to believe uh that you know what you're talking about every time you have that conversation, right? Also, for those of you that are on YouTube, do me a favor and smash that like button, share this video. That does help the YouTube algorithm. 
All right. Also, after this live stream is complete on Instagram, um, for those of you that were asking, this is going to be saved uh, for those people that subscribe on Instagram. For those on YouTube, this is going to be moved over to my Patreon. So this is episode 11. We're doing 100, ep 100 podcast episodes um, and the full videos will be available, right? So like I said earlier, for the benefit of anybody that got in the room late, I got a whole podcast room. I can't show you now because uh, we still working on it and getting it together, but we got a couple episodes there. So if you enjoy this sort of content, if you want to have these conversations uh, consistently, then definitely the name of the podcast is the Income Autopilot Podcast. This is the show that's going to teach you to stop working and enjoy life while money works for you. So that's why this is a necessary episode. And in future episodes, we'll go deeper and deeper into different ways uh, to talk about passive income, right? Merch. Merch is another way that you can make money. There are, thing, there are websites out there like Teespring. I think most people have heard of Teespring. Printful is out there as well. Um, Redbubble is out there as well. Um, these are basically fulfillment sites, right? Print-on-demand sites. What I, what I mean by that is that you can go to Fiverr.com and you can get a logo made, right? Matter of fact, let me... So... This is the, the logo for the Foundation of Wealth Conference. All right. Let me show Instagram too. All right. So I could take this logo and I could say, okay, I'm going to take it and I'm going to upload it to Teespring, right? And if anybody wants a Foundation of Wealth Conference shirt, I'll just share it with them and say, hey, look, if you want a shirt, you can click the link. You could buy it. I don't have to make the shirts, right? The company will go. They'll make the shirt. Um, after somebody pays for it, of course, and then they'll ship it to them and then I'll get a cut of the money. So for easy math, let's say it's $20 somebody paid for the shirt. That's for the, the shirt, the design and shipping it over there. Um, they pay 20 bucks, right? I might only make six or $7, but I didn't have to deal with anything um, as it pertains to the merch. Now, could I make more money if I get a press, if I do the design, if I make the shirt, if I ship it out myself? Absolutely. Right. And that is an option for you. But because we're talking about passive income in today's episode, uh, I'm talking about specifically, you can have merch via a print on demand site where you have the, the concept in your mind. Even if you're not great at doing logo designs, we already talked about Fiverr earlier. You 100% um, can go out on Fiverr and say, hey, look, I need somebody to make me a logo. I want it to look like this, look like that, and find you a graphic designer that'll knock out a logo. You could then take that logo, upload it again to print full Teespring Redbubble, wherever you want it to be or everywhere you want it to be, and then say, okay, you know what, what I'm going to do is just promote it and say, hey, if you like my design, right, whatever it is, I'm going to put it there, and then when you buy it, uh, they're gonna they're gonna handle all of that, right? Um, so your only limitation is your imagination is is one of the rules that I live by. So it that's really for people that are creatives. I know a lot of people that watch me are creatives, not necessarily a content creator, but you might have a dope idea for a clothing line, but you might not have the money to go get the equipment. You might not have the time to make the shirts and, and send them out, but. Uh, if fashion is something that you're passionate about, you can definitely create that and then you will concentrate on the marketing and the promotional aspect of it and let another company concentrate uh, on the fulfillment on the back end, right? You can also do a conference. You guys know that our first ever conference is going down uh, the first weekend in June if you want to come in person. It's going to be in Charlotte, North Carolina. If you're a VIP, it's June 1st through the 3rd. If you're not a VIP, it's June 2nd through the 3rd. If you don't want to come into Charlotte, North Carolina, virtual tickets are going to be available where you could just, from the comfort of your home or wherever you want to be, you can still get the game. All right. So um, that's another way as well that you can create passive income. And it doesn't always have to be a business conference. For those of you that ever been to Vegas, you'll know that they'll make a conference for just about anything. So whatever your niche is, whatever you want to do, um, you could come together and, and, and do it. Right. So literally our conference is the foundation of wealth conference and the whole uh, concept of the conference is that um, I intentionally put a lot of different businesses and side hustles all over all of my social media so that way you could pick and choose what interests you. Not everybody wanted to be an independent courier. Not everybody wanted to write books. Not everybody wanted to sell online. Not everybody wanted to do a media company. Um, but you might like trading stock options like my brother Chris does and make a killing. You might like doing real estate like my brother Swan does and make a killing. You might want to learn how to leverage Amazon, one of the best 
and biggest online retailers out there like my brother Travis does, right? Or all the other businesses that we have. But the the problem in that, because in every solution, uh, it creates a problem, which is the the dope thing about being an entrepreneur, uh, in my opinion, because that gives you an opportunity to add more value to people, is that now people say, I don't know where to start. All right. It's so many different businesses. It's so many different ways to make money. How do I know the perfect business for me or where do I start? Right. From from the ground up. All right. So the foundation of wealth conference is basically covering these are the proven ways before I was born, before you was born, before grandma was born. If we go back and we just research people that have had wealth. Right. The the Rockefellers and beyond. Right. We can find that they had at least one of the three. All right. They own land, which, you know, we just refer to as real estate. So it's either real estate investing, stock investing or intellectual property. Right. That's the manifestation of your ideas and the tangible things that can make you money. All right. So putting together a conference, but you could have a conference about food, about fashion, about pets, uh, about whatever it is that you're passionate about, and you can promote it and create a passive and semi-passive income from that, right? Doing consultations. Uh, I think some of you all know that have booked the consultation with my consultation company um, as well, that you can create a consultation company. And one, you could talk to people yourself and make money, but what's the passive aspect of it? My consultation company um, also provides services where we partner with other companies as well. All right. So for example, I got a good friend of mine who um, is great at appliance repair. All right. But he doesn't mind doing consultations, but he doesn't want to deviate his time, his energy, his resources from his appliance repair business. Um, he just wants to focus on building the biggest, best appliance repair business he can. But he said, you know what? I don't mind doing consultations. If you set it up for me, I'll take the calls. OK, cool. Boom. This is what we'll do. I'll set it up for you. You don't give me anything. If you get any consultations, this will be my fee per consultation, right? So the gentleman goes out. He does uh, the consultations, all right? I don't have to do all the work, uh, any of the work because once it's set up, it's all software, right? Once it's set up and the, 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 the information is out there letting people know it's available to book, all right? I essentially make $40 an hour every hour he does a consultation and all I had to do is set it up for him and then help him tweak it as needed to help him get the, the traffic, right? And he going to have a blue set, a Bluetooth headset on um, and probably still working on a job somewhere as he do the consultations, right? And the same can be true for you as well. So if you know somebody that has a, a very dope skill set and they wouldn't mind doing consultations, telling people about that, right? They can charge whatever. I told you guys, uh, the most I spent is like six to eight grand for a consultation. All right. So now some people, they might only spend $50. Some people might spend $20, $100, whatever. Right. Um, but you might say, Hey, listen, I personally don't feel like I know enough to do consultations on fitness, nutrition, relationships, finances, whatever, but I can set it up for you. And to make it a great deal for the person, you can say, I'm going to do like JT said. Hey, I'm going to set it up for you. And if you book a consultation, I'll get this fee, right? You can use, there. there's a lot of different software, but I think the simplest software to use is called Calendly, right? You could set up some, some questions to kind of like get an idea of what they want to know. So that way the person giving the consultation uh, can frame it. Um, and with the paid version, they can pay before they book. All right. So how would it go down is hey, I set this up. Um, I have a conversation with you. Hey, what would you need to know in order to tell somebody how to lose 35 pounds or how to have a better marriage or to how to make a thousand dollars extra a month by doing whatever it is that you got going on? All right. Cool. Hey, boom. Let me let me put this in a form. Um, in Calendly, in the paid version, let me provide you with a link. And now let's talk about how can we market this to get people aware and excited to book a consultation with you. And once they do that, boom, a notification is going to go to your email and your phone and a notification is going to go to my email and my phone. So that way I know that I made some money, too. All right. And, and again, this is not this is not philosophy. This is not theory. I'm telling you guys, I make forty dollars an hour. Every time he does a consultation, just by literally doing 
what, what I'm telling you guys, right? So um, 100%, you can have a consultation business where you specialize in setting up a consultation service for other people. Now, of course, if you normally are a little bit extroverted, you don't mind talking on the phone with people, can you cut the middleman and make all of the money? Absolutely, right? But I want to keep this whole conversation as much as possible in keeping with the nature of passive income since that's what we're talking about, right? Um, lending biz, I touched on that earlier as well. So I got certain people in my network that'll reach out to me and say, hey, JT, here's a situation where I can buy this house for this price. I can rent innovated for that price and then I'll be able to sell it for this price that's greater than that so if you lend me the money I will give you your money back with interest all right so uh I've done that several times right I got another partner of mine that has a business where um uh his biggest client is the government so the government may pay him net 30, net 45, net 60, depending on the situation. Um, but he has employees that want to get paid every two weeks. So he might approach me and say, hey, listen, um, here's proof that I'm going to get this money. Here's proof that this is the amount. This is where uh, they're going to send it out and when they're going to send it out. And if you loan me enough money to cover payroll, um, I'll give you your money back with interest. This is how you protect it. All right. Um, and, and to me, the biggest thing is how's my money protected? So if you're somebody out there that does have a little extra money, um, I, I would recommend that whatever kind of lending you want to do is your business. But to me, um, what's more important than getting interest on my money is not losing the, any other money um, that I lent out. So there has to be uh, some sort of collateral that is of greater value than the amount of money that I'm lending, right? And some people will say, well, JT, if they have some collateral that's of greater value, they wouldn't even need your money. Well, think of it this way. If you own your house, let's just say for easy math, your house is $400,000. And let's say that to make payroll, you only need $20,000 and that'll float your, your payroll for your company up until the, the check comes from the government. All right, since you did some work, some contracting work, a big check coming your way, right? Let's say the check coming your way could be $100,000, all right? But if you don't pay those people for two months, what would they do? They're going to quit. They're going to leave. They're going to go somewhere else because they worked hard and they want their money on payday because that's what they agreed when they started the company. So if you're willing to put your house up as collateral, right, why not? You know the check is coming. You're going to give me my money back with interest, all right? So, but maybe you don't want to sell your house or refinance your house just to make payroll for two months and then the money comes in. All right. And of course, again, I know that that's probably a business that is not super attractive to the majority of people. But again, I'm just being transparent and letting you guys know um, that, that I am a practitioner that believes heavily in passive income. And a lot of these can build on each other. All right. So from your social media can you leverage your book business, your podcast business, your affiliates, your merch, your conference, consultations, lending business, all of that stuff? Absolutely, right? That's what I do because it makes sense. I was somebody that was really big on hedging, meaning that I wanted to intentionally invest into assets that I felt like were completely unrelated, and I wanted to have assets that nobody knew I was behind it, and I'm still like that, right, to a certain extent, uh, where, where you know, I, I'm researching franchises and other things that I want to own, but I don't really care if anybody knows um, that I own them, and I really don't really need anybody to know that I own them, as long as they're profitable, right? So that being said, um, if you're a private person, can you do that? Yes, but um, I don't want you to feel like in order to have a lot of passive income, you got to do 45 different things and you got to juggle 45 different things in order to be successful because that's not the case at all, right? Um, so lending biz was was another one, right? Um, Airbnb, Verbo, you guys know um, that I, I believe in STRs, right? Now, my personal retirement, um, um, we're slowly building up my portfolio to the number that uh, I'm comfortable with and then we'll probably section eight the entire portfolio, because people that have way more property than me and way more money than me and been doing it way more years than I've been alive have done that and had great retirements. So unless the world changes, I, I would probably do that. Right. Um, but in the interim, in my active years of working, um, it's more profitable 
for us to do short-term rentals because um, if we can make in three weekends what we would make in a whole month of Section 8, then it's less wear and tear on um, on our property, and it gives us the opportunity to make more money because in the busy season, we're going to have people that not just come on the weekends, but during the week, the weekends, we're going to have a whole lot of people. Um, usually, you know, when the weather breaks, um, our short-term rentals do, do better in the market that I invest in. So um, that's another way that we can create passive income, and you can as well. I tell people all the time, the in my opinion, most cost-effective way to get into uh, real estate if you don't have a lot of money is by tax sale investing, either tax liens or tax deeds, depending on what they call them and what they offer in your state. So um, you guys know I have an entire book out about it. It'll be down in the description of this video for those of you that are on YouTube. Um, but you can go to authorjt.com author like a book author authorjt.com and you'll see the book there and um i believe that you should buy real estate especially if you're new for a thousand dollars or less if you're gonna go to the tax sale auction or get paid just for trying so if you can't get it for a thousand dollars or less um you can get paid just for trying now um disclaimer here because some people took that approach and said, well, oh, I need to only pay $1,000. Now, if you see a property that you know is worth way more than that and you want to pay $1,500, $3,000, $5,000, it's your business. But what I'm telling you is that the blueprint will work with as little as $1,000, right? I feel like that goes without saying, but just for clarity, um, because people have came at me and, and was mad at me because they really wanted the property um, but it went for $1,500, like, just spend the money, right? Ultimately, it's up to you. Um, but short-term rentals, um, I told you that I got my guy here that's helping me on this project. Uh, we're coming to Facebook as well. So so that's the dope thing, right? And um, some people are on Instagram, some people are on YouTube, some people are listening to the podcast. Um, this one conversation that I see so far is uh, just under 46 minutes. Um, remember, I tell you the the dope thing about the internet, the dope thing about social media, is I want you all to start thinking about this as if you are creating workers that you create once, and they work for you for forever, and they never complain, and all they want to do is make you money. All right, and consistency is the true key and secret to success. So I can have one one hour conversation, and I can create a Instagram worker for life, a YouTube worker for life, a podcast worker for life, a Facebook worker for life. So one one hour conversation can create four employees that will work for me in perpetuity as long as people want to hear this information. All right. I really want you all to understand that. All right. And especially when you early on, keep in mind, this is the guy that used to only get three people to watch whatever he was talking about in the early stages. All right. And two of them was me because I'm going to check it twice to see if anybody watched it. And then I'm going to tell my mom about it and she's going to watch it. And that's it. Right. So now to the point where uh, we're able to leverage social media to buy houses cash, to buy cars cash, uh, to build businesses with no debt, all because of what the media company is yielding. All right. And the same can be true for you. So don't think that you got to be perfect to be profitable. Right. You just got to be consistent. All right. And me. That's true. Cuz was a cuz or that the fourth of you right there. All right. Um, last one, but definitely not least, um, is Instagram. Right. So running through it, I'll do a quick count. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, um, twelve, thirteen, fourteen. So I have, and of course we can we can dissect it into little sub ways that they make money as well, but at least 15 passive income streams that that can yield to me on a consistent basis, right? Um, crypto staking, I think I've, I've been transparent um, that, you know, a, I, I invested a little money in crypto once crypto was was hype. I'm, I'm not, I would never DM you uh, telling you to buy my crypto or this or that. It was just a personal thing that I did, invested in some miners. And um, I, I get notifications on a regular basis um, about, you know, here's how much crypto you made from staking and you could cash it in to a, a stable coin and whatever, whatever. Not a lot of money. 
Um, not a lot of money at all, right? You can create membership sites. I've been on Patreon for forever, it feels like. And that's why I said, again, for anybody that came here late to the YouTube live stream, this video is going to be streamed live. So that way you have the opportunity to ask all of your questions live. But it's going to forever live on, on my Patreon along with all the other episodes, right? So this is episode 11 um, of 100. And all of them you'll be able to watch and... um different venues and everything coming soon over there right and you can sell courses as well right now now this is the biggest takeaway that i want to leave you guys with um because time is your most valuable asset and i want to be mindful of it the key to passive income is having the mindset that it's not about you right i'm gonna say that again the key to passive income is understanding that it's not about you nobody really cares if i have passive income nobody really even once, right? You know what I mean? I'm not saying anybody hates that I have it, but I don't think anybody wakes up with the desire to say, I want JT to have more passive income this month. All right. And, and the reason why that's important is understanding that if you go into it with the mindset of that, it's all about you, you're going to fail. They don't care, right? Um, Just being honest, your consumers don't care how much passive income you have or don't have. It is 100% on you. What your consumers care about is are they getting the value that they want or need, right, based off of the product or service that you provide. As long as they get the value that they want or need based off of the services or product that you provide, right, they don't care, all right? So you can create systems in your business, keep in mind every business should have four businesses, uh, four business systems, right? Excuse me. Every business should have four business systems, right? Y'all, y'all know I'm a misspeak. Got a South Carolina education. All right. So, hey, oh boom. One second here, y'all. All right. So, what are the four systems that every business needs to have in it? So, first it needs to have a system of how do we do what do we do here, right? Whatever it is that you do. Whatever it is that, that you do to make money. So, um, again, we're just going to use the, the example of whatever's handy. So, I got a smart water bottle here. All right. So, there should be one system. How do you make the smart water, bottle it up, and make it look pretty like this? That's one system in your business. All right. So, how do we create the product or service? Second system in every business that we need to have is this. How do we train other people to make what we make here? So how can I train Corey or train anybody else on my team so that they can come and make this exact same bottle if this is the product or service that we create, all right? So that's the second system. Every business, I don't care what you sell, what you create, you need to have all four of these systems, right? So that's the second system, right? The reason why I need to have a system of how to make whatever it is that we make here, right? Then secondly, I need a system of how can I train somebody else to make what we make here is because this is how we create a business that can outlive us, that can yield us the passive income, allow us to put our income on autopilot. All right. The third system that we need in every business is how do we manage what we do here? Right. How do we manage to make sure men and women are properly doing what we want them to do? Are they properly being trained, right? Are they properly producing whatever product or service we want them to produce, right? That is a third separate system you need to create in your business, right? And the fourth and final system that every business needs to have at a bare minimum. Now, you can have more systems than this if you want to. But at a bare minimum, the fourth and final system every business must have is how do we implement change? So how do we do what we do? How do we teach others to do what we do? How do we manage what we do? How do we implement change? If you develop those four systems, you can have a business that can yield you passive income. I don't care if you're a farmer. I don't care if you own a restaurant. I don't care if you're a content creator. I don't care if you do clothes, nails, shoes, hair, right? Whatever it is that you do, all right? If you have those four business uh, those four business systems, all right, in your business, now you have a way that whether you do it, I do it, somebody that applied through your Indeed ad, your cousin, your family member, a bum homeless person off the street does it, 
is still going to give the same result. Why? Because we're not dependent on is JT smart enough to do it, right? Is the homeless person smart enough to do it? Is the person that we hired from the ad that we put out smart enough to do it, right? We have a system that anybody with a normal sense, right, of understanding basic concepts can jump in and say, I can read this, I can understand this, I can do this, and we get the results, right? That's super important because keep in mind, like we said, your customers don't care how much passive income you have. Nobody wakes up in the morning saying, I hope that you have more passive income or the same passive income you made last month, right? But if you have those four systems, now we don't worry about burnout. We don't have to get tired, right? We're not at the mercy of if I don't do it, it doesn't get done, right? We're not at the mercy of I hired this star player. Everybody comes here because this star player is a, is a major producer. And now if the star player says, hey, look, I want to raise. Uh, uh, I'm the reason you making all of this money. I'm seeing the money coming in. You should break me off a piece of the pie because I'm the star player or else I'm going to quit and I'm going to go to a competitor. Right now you in a bind. But if you have a system and of course, the system can always change. We're humans. We can get better. Software can get better. Right. So times can get better. Your customer might change. It might be a situation where early on, just to get revenue, you might have certain customers that you work with that as you grow and build your brand, you start to fire those old customers because now you want to work with less people at a more premium price. And that's how you want to build your business headache free. So now you might have to change your system into a system that makes more sense because now we're not trying to help the masses. We're creating a premium value for a premium clientele. All right. Lamborghini does not get mad if you come in there and say, I want to spend twenty five thousand dollars on a car. Y'all ain't going to sell me a car for twenty five grand. If you and all of these cars and you slap some pins off somebody that's on the way out. All right. You're not their You're not their customer. You're not their clientele. All right. The dentist isn't mad if you run inside and say, hey, I need a heart doctor. He's going to say, hey, I'm a dentist, not a cardiologist. Right. He don't get mad if you start fussing and cussing and run out. All right. In your business, don't get mad when people that are not your clientele don't want to support or patronize your business. Now, that person that runs into the dentist's office needing a cardiologist might have a jacked up grill. And the dentist might say, hey, why you here? I can definitely help you get your mouth right. And that person say, no, I don't want to get my mouth right. I want a cardiologist. Right. So just because you have a value that can help any and everybody doesn't mean that any and everybody will be your customer, nor does it mean that you have to care if that man or woman is your customer. All right. So hey, I appreciate everybody for tuning in again. The name of my podcast is the Income Autopilot Podcast. This is the show that's designed to teach you to quit working and enjoy life and create systems so that your money works for you. What we covered today is just a couple of passive income ideas. I do want you guys to understand and leave this show knowing that you don't have to be perfect to be profitable. Right. And if you hear background noise, I got a whole ice maker making ice as I talk. So you might hear some humming going on, right? So I am a, a, a firm believer that you don't have to be perfect to be profitable. The key to being successful is consistency. And if you all got value from this, please share this, all right, with 10, 15, 100 different people, all right? I, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Appreciate you putting it in the chat. I'm going to pin it right here. All right, the Income Autopilot Podcast. If you guys want to go see all the visuals, it's going to be available in my Patreon. All right, you guys can check it out. And until next time, man, I want everybody to, to really understand that 2023, we're in the first quarter and it's not linear. What I mean by that is this, is that I don't care if you made $2,000 last year, $200,000 last year, or $2 million last year, right? If you want this year to be better than next year, you 100% can. I tell people all the time that I never made $200,000 in a year. I cracked six figures, right, years ago, made in the low hundred thousands, right? 
And then the year after that, I made 300000 Then the year after that, I made over 700000 And then it gradually continued to grow up there. So don't think just because last year you made this amount of money that you're only restricted to making that amount or a little bit more, right? I want you to understand that making money is a byproduct. So the hardest I ever had it as it pertains to making money is when I said, I need to make money. The easiest that I ever had it to make money is when I said, you know what? I want to create value that can help as many people as possible. And understanding that making money is a byproduct of value exchanging. You go to the barbershop as I need to go soon, right? And the barber might have clippers that cost a couple hundred dollars, right? Or whatever, you know, clippers cost. No disrespect to any barbers that say they spend $1,000 on clippers. But let's say you can get a decent set of clippers for a couple hundred dollars. All right, that barber might take that couple hundred dollar investment and flip it into thousands, tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands, right? There's some celebrity barbers that make millions, right? Do they have to buy a new set of clippers every time they cut somebody's hair? No, right? They could just take the skill set they have and the small investment that they made and create an asset that will yield them money in perpetuity. When that man or woman gets older, do they have to cut hair till they die? No. They can open up a barber school. They can open up a barber shop and just allow other barbers to come there and cut hair. And they'll just use their brand, their image, their marketing abilities to flood the barber shop with customers, right? And now they can have passive income as well, right? So your only limitation is your imagination. Until next time, I'm JT. Y'all stay hustling. And I hope you all continue to pursue your goals no matter what. Peace.